All right, what's up, guys? Coach Dane here. Today, I'm here with Coach Nick. Nick, say what's up. How you doing, everybody? I'm Coach Nick. We are here today to talk about um, best practices for working out when sick. Uh, it's currently cold slash flu season, whatever you want to call it. Um, Smack in the middle of it. So we decided to bring in our, our nurse and coach, Nick, give you guys a few tips about what to do. All right. What you got for us? So today we're going to, first I want to drop a few statistics. Um, some of the major health problems in America right now that are affecting us and really America and around the world. Uh, top ones are heart disease, diabetes, um, stroke, and which cause all these is the big one, obesity. Mm -hmm. So in we're focused on America right now. Um, in 2020, about 72% of American men are estimated to be overweight, um, and about 63% of American women are estimated to be overweight as well. So uh, just a little intro on that. Exercise and healthy diet are two great things to help combat those uh, diseases, and actually they can completely reverse the disease as well. So once you start eating healthy, uh, exercising regularly, if you have those diseases, you can start cutting back the numbers and pretty much cure yourself of the, those diseases. It's mm -hmm. not, not every disease, but those are some of the big ones. Right on. Uh, main point today, what are we talking about? The, uh, so going back to that real quick, one of the things we learn, we've all taken, or coaches here, so we've taken our level one certification, or not certification, sorry, level one course, not a certification, gotta be clear for CrossFit. Um, the, one of the things I like, like I reference a lot is the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum. You, you remember, remember a little bit about that? Yeah. yeah. Um, so going back to the obesity thing, obesity causing all these diseases. Um, and in CrossFit affiliates, like gym setting, just getting people active, working out, like hitting the wads and stuff, um, community and all that, we're kind of like nudging people towards the fitness aspect of it. So mm -hmm. you can come in sick, maybe obese, overweight, your health markers are down in the dumps maybe. Yep. Um, and then gradually over time, kind of start leaning you towards that wellness segment and then we're slowly make people fitter and fitter. Um, so yeah, what do, what do you think about that in relation to obesity, heart, um, stroke, all that stuff? I mean, it is a direct correlation. Once you start moving, once you start eating healthier, treating yourself the way that you should be treated, everything will improve. Um, not just your overall uh, bodily health, but your mental health as well. Mm -hmm. um, so starting off with that uh, far side, we got our wellness. So even if you're not well, you never worked out a day in your life, everybody has a starting point. It doesn't matter where you're at. You start and you start chipping away towards that fitness spot. Mm -hmm. If you're in here once a week, it's better than you weren't being in here at all. But obviously going in here more than once a week. Um, exactly. But the more you're in here, the more you treat your body well, the easier it will be to get from that wellness to fitness. Sorry, sickness to wellness to fitness. Yes. <laughs> sickness, wellness, fitness. Right on. Um, so if you get start nudging over to that fitness segment, and then you do come down with the cold, the flu, whatever disease or something that may fall upon you, mm -hmm. you have a good buffer against, you're better off than if you were just a well person. Exactly, so if you take care of your body, um, it will in turn 
take care of you. You get sick and you are already pushing that uh, wellness into the fitness. You're, you're exercising regularly. You're eating healthy. Those diseases will not take as long to, or your body will not take as long to fight off those diseases. Your immune system will be better and uh, you'll be back on your feet in no time. Right on. So for anyone who currently is clinically obese or suffering from strokes and heart attacks, do you recommend maybe starting some kind of CrossFit regimen, maybe one-on-one -on -one with the coach, start super slow? Yeah, of course. Always start slow. If you have some kind of um, health issues, doesn't matter what it is, uh, every coach here at CrossFit 9 is great. Um, we'll get you started with a one-on-one -on -one program. Um, take it slow. And then we'll get you nice and fit in no time. Right on. So those people maybe need some CrossFit in their lives. If we already do CrossFit and you stumble upon, the flu stumbles upon you, maybe, um, what do we got there? Yeah, so that's, that's a big question for most of us, working out when you're sick. Um, like I said before, we're in the middle of flu season. Um, so if you didn't know, flu season runs from late fall. So we say like middle to end of October to um, like early spring beginning of April, around there. Um, and... I thought I was safe uh, missing that first little batch that came through. All my friends seem to be getting sick. I like, yeah. managed to avoid it, but I guess I'm not safe yet. Yeah, you're not safe yet. So uh, that's our big topic today, is working out when you're sick, right? So... Uh, when is it okay to work out? When is it okay to work out? If I feel a little sick, maybe I have a little scratchy throat. What do you... What do you recommend? Well, let's go over the general rule. So general rule, very simple. Anything from the neck up, generally okay to work out. We'll break that down a little bit more as we go. Anything from the neck down, may want to think twice. Um, so neck up, sore throat, mm -hmm. itchy watery eyes, like allergy symptoms, maybe some congestion. Headache, uh, like yeah, exactly. Headache, runny nose, anything up here. Uh, generally okay to work out, but as you know, you have a big community, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what are we pushing now these days with members? Wipe a couple hundred, right? Oh. <laughs> so if one person comes in sick to a big class of about 30 people, we have the potential of spreading those germs to 30 people. They come in contact with at least 30 other people throughout the day. And we can see how easy that spreads. So um, that. even though it's okay to work out when you're sick from the neck up, I still, still take a little bit of a rest, maybe do a home workout. Um, we've been posting a lot of holiday wads, a lot of home wads. Uh, take a peek at those, get an idea. Maybe you can do some running, do some mobility. That's something that we all need more of in our lives. So um, take advantage of those active recovery programs that we started programming here. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, those active recovery programs, you can find them, if you go on Wattify, any Wednesday or Sunday, and you just change the program over to active recovery care, ARC, uh, that, that workout will show up and you'll have something to do at home. Maybe if you don't have weights or anything like that, um, some of them involve some kettlebells, lighter kettlebells. You can figure something out, maybe use a backpack, put some books in it or something for like a single arm, farmer carry or something like that. Better to stay home, do something like that yeah. than to come in here and get everyone sick. Use some milk jugs, do some bicep curls, yeah. some carries, whatever you want to do. Those videos on 
CrossFit main site now at the mm-hmm. like the laundry detergents or whatever. Yeah, some whatever couch dips, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But be nice. Don't get everybody else in here sick. We don't want your germs, but we'd love to have you here. Cool. Otherwise. So that's the neck up. You should be okay. Maybe be careful about coming into the gym and spreading it. Mm-hmm. Neck down. Neck down. So symptoms like body aches, uh, fever that's affecting your whole body, um, nausea, vomiting, uh, maybe you're having some bowel issues, running to the toilet every 10 minutes. You don't want to be doing that mid-workout. Nobody wants to see you do that mid-workout. Um, and then the other big one is uh, just general fatigue. Maybe you're not running a fever. Maybe you don't have the aches, but you're just feeling run down. Give yourself a day of rest. Lay on the couch a little bit. Drink some water. Hydrate. Get some electrolytes. That kind of thing. And uh, maybe you take your dog for a walk. Get the blood flowing a little bit. You don't have to be a couch potato, but do something to uh, give yourself a little bit of rest. All right. I think in most cases, walking generally is a safe safe bet, unless you're in real bad shape, which in that case, you'll know. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you should be able to, to walk if you're sick. Get a little bit of the blood flowing, but uh, if you're really feeling real bad, as always, go see your doctor. Don't come in here. <laughs> right. Yeah, we are not... Well, Nick is a nurse, but we're not I'm not a doctor. Not medical <laughs> professionals. What's the disclaimer we gotta give? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, cool. I think we covered covered that. What's next on the list? Um, something that a lot of us uh, do. Some of us do. Some of us don't even want to come in on these days. <laughs> is when you had a rough night. You went out. You had a few drinks. You wake up the next morning and you're not feeling 100. percent You got a little bit of a hangover. Um, one topic that I don't hear covered too much at all. Um, I know with health and wellness, alcohol is not always, um, talked about because technically it's a toxin. When we're talking about health and wellness, we don't want to introduce toxins, but we're all human. We all partake sometimes. And if you did partake a little bit too much, general rules about, uh, working out while hungover. If you're hungover, you feel like you want to go RX, RX plus? Definitely right. not. Yeah, it's not a good idea. So Grabbing on those days. Grabbing those pink kettlebells. Yeah, go light, take it nice and easy, get a nice sweat going, get the blood flowing. Um, definitely hydrate. That's the big thing. Definitely hydrate after your nice light workout. I know Zach's going to be yelling at you because you're not going to be going hard enough for him. But I think. Uh, yeah, does being hungover kind of as being Sick? Or is it just some kind of like small? Technically, it's being sick. Um, okay, cool. You, you have toxins in your body. That's, that's really what any sickness is, is introducing things that shouldn't be into your body, into your body. So right on. I would technically count being hungover as being sick. So uh, just, just listen to yourself. That's a big, the big uh, take home on this is when you're sick, listen to your body. Nobody else knows what's going on except you. You're the one that's feeling your... your uh, your symptoms, so right. yeah, definitely yeah. listen to them. Typically, you, that's another one where you kind of just know. Yeah, yeah, I can get away with something, or maybe no. Maybe I, I should stay home and sleep and drink some water. And yeah, yeah. Um, as far as hydrating goes, obviously water is an easy go-to. What what other kind of drinks are good to hydrate with? Uh, definitely water. Start there. Uh, your body is mostly water, so that's always good to get some of. Um, other things you can hydrate with. Um, I like to say. Gatorade, but stick to the sugar-free Gatorade. They got a lot of new flavors on that, so that it's going to introduce some electrolytes, but it's going to cut out all of that unnecessary sugar. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll be getting your sodium, potassium, your chloride, all those good 
electrolytes uh, that your body is losing while you're sick. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna introduce more of those, but um, like I said, mostly water, introduce a little bit of Gatorade. Maybe if your uh, stomach's a little upset or you're feeling really run down, uh, do some Pedialyte or some seltzer water, yeah. something like that just to get a little bit of hydration and keep yourself healthy. That's have these um, natural electrolyte packets or like pills. Sometimes they'll take you mix of water. It tastes pretty good. No sugars and all that, all that garbage. Some of the Pedialytes and some stuff like that has some. Yeah, they do have a lot, a lot of sugar. Um, Get some stuff. I forget the name of it, but I think I just ordered it on Amazon. Some natural little packet. But yeah, we can link to that in the show notes. Yeah, do your research. Um, as we know, extra sugar adds to that belly fat. <laughs> so we don't want to be getting a whole lot of that because that's just gonna going back to that uh, sickness, wellness, health, or fitness. I should say uh, that's gonna be yes. pushing you back on the list. So you want to continue working towards that fitness. You only want to be putting good things in your body. No sugar, be smart, hydrate up, and you're good. Exactly. Uh, cool. How to avoid getting sick? Avoid being hungover, you just don't drink, right? Yeah, that's easy. Avoiding being sick, that's, that's a little harder because we don't have complete control of that. So uh, biggest thing you can do, simplest thing you can do is wash your hands. Wash your hands, not just once through the day, not just after your workout, not just before food. Whenever you're touching something that maybe you think is dirty, uh, you see some hand sanitizer, you use that. Even better, some soap and water. Um, and don't just put the soap on your hands, run them under the water till it's gone. A uh, little trick we like to use in the hospital is sing happy birthday two times through. So that takes about 30 seconds. Sing the song twice, get them nice and clean, dry them off, you're good to go. That's gonna be the biggest thing to avoid being sick. Um, a few other things you can do is while you're in here, sanitize all your equipment. We have hand sanitizer bottles all over the place. There's no excuse not to do it. Don't be gross. Wash up your spot. I know uh, a lot of the coaches always say that. Don't be gross. Nobody wants your germs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give yourself maybe like a minute rolling around on the floor. Feel sorry for yourself after workout. Yeah. Get up, spray your stuff down, clean up. Yeah. Help each other out, spray it on your friend's stuff. Next time they'll spray yours, you know. That yeah. sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get the deal. Yeah. You get the point. Just just be clean. Don't don't uh don't be spreading your germs everywhere. Uh other things you can do um outside of just washing things down is eat a balanced diet. Uh that's that's how we improve our overall health, overall fitness in general. It's also how we avoid being sick. Yeah, I think that's a big one, just being proactive with, with diet. Mm -hmm. You can definitely tell when you eat like garbage, you kind of feel like garbage. When yeah. you get in like a lot of like good nutritious foods, sometimes you don't even notice it, but you just feel better. Yeah. You only notice it when you eat something bad, but just eating good stuff all the time, you tend not to get sick. Yeah, exactly. Generally speaking. Yeah, so like uh, plenty of vegetables, plenty of uh, eat some fruit, uh, hydrate. I know myself, if I maybe have a pizza on a Friday night, I come in here Saturday morning, I don't just feel down. Everybody around me can tell because my face is all puffy. I don't <laughs> look so great. They're like, what would you, what'd you eat last night? Did you get some pizza, some Chinese food or something like that? So everybody knows when I do it, it's not as pronounced than uh, other people, but uh, <laughs> eating that well, 
balanced diet will make you feel better overall. It'll keep you healthy in the long run. Do you have a gluten intolerance or dairy or what? something? Unofficially. 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 Yeah. So. All right. All right. Yeah, that's another thing, just kind of knowing what, what messes you up, mm-hmm. what you feel good on, what you can get away with. Some people are fine with dairy. Some people are worse with dairy, um, even though it might be like a healthy food. If you have an intolerance to that yeah. particular thing, it's not the best thing for you to eat. Yeah, so it can be clinically diagnosed. Um, so things like uh, celiac disease, that's uh, you can't have any wheat. Um, most um, bread products, that's all contains wheat. So um Beer. They can be clinically diagnosed or they can just be an intolerance. So like we were saying, um, you can have a lactose intolerance from milk and dairy and things like that. Maybe they just don't make you feel great. So I'd say avoid those things. It's hard to say completely cut them out of your life because we're all human. We like to indulge in things sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you do have an intolerance to something like dairy, wheat, could be anything. Um, and you like those foods don't go eating them every day because they're not going to make you feel good. They're not going to make you perform well in the gym. Mm-hmm. And overall, they're just going to bring you down just like anything else. Just moderation. That's, that's the best advice on there. Um, mm-hmm. And then St. Pete's pretty good about it too. Like yeah. Most places you go out and about, there's gluten-free options. You can ask them about dairy op- free options and all that stuff. They'll, they'll hook you up. Yeah. St. Pete's great with all that. All the new restaurants coming around, they have mm-hmm. pretty much any diet you can think of. They will accommodate you. Um, and really the rest of, uh, the country's getting like that too. It's not just St. Pete. I know St. Pete's a little progressive in that area, but yeah. really anywhere you can pretty much find what you need. Cool. Uh, one more thing to avoid getting sick. I know there's a lot of, it's like one of the underrated things, but those surfaces that we're always touching tend to be the dirtiest. Yes. Like things like phones, light switches. Um, what else is there? Like laptops, all that stuff tends to be some of the dirtiest stuff mm-hmm. in your touching it the most often. Yeah, especially our phones, uh, laptop computers. We touch those pretty much phones half our day, most yeah. people. Uh, we're always on them. Laptops, we're always touching them. So. And when's the last time you wiped down your phone? Probably. I did it yesterday. <laughs> ah, he did it yesterday. Good I job, did it yesterday. Good job. But before that, it's probably been a couple weeks. Me, I don't know when. Yeah. So you're always putting it down on some kind of surface. Uh, you don't know who's been there. Put it down on like a... That's a good point. Countertop. You don't know who's been touching your countertops, front desk, uh, put it on the boxes. I remember we did an experiment in microbiology in nursing school. One of our our very first classes, just to get this point across, we swabbed a bunch of surfaces um, and then we cultured them. So we put them on a little petri dish and saw what grew. Let them grow for two weeks. Mm. And it was some of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. (laughs) So the thing we used, uh, I think the top two, Dirtiest surfaces. Um, one, number one, by far, was the bottom of your shoes. So that's not something bottom everybody thinks about. Uh, I know a lot of us take off our shoes when we get home, but if you're running through the house, maybe you don't have too much time, you forget to take them off. Wherever you were at, public bathroom, maybe you were in the hospital, there's a lot of germs in there. Uh, the gym, we try to keep this place as clean as possible, but doesn't matter where you are. People were coming in from other places and you're bringing those germs back home. This so, warehouse. Yeah. Doors are open. Like, yeah. you know. So you want to keep yourself nice and clean. That was number one, the shoes. But number two was your cell phone. That was also disgusting. So wipe down your cell phones, wash your hands. That'll keep you from getting sick. Cell phone, you, well, I don't know how much people do it nowadays. Put it right up to your ear to talk. Mostly we're texting now, but. Yeah. Nasty little surface right in your ear. 
Yeah. It's a good point right on Good entry face. point for germs, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, one other thing I think is one of the dirtiest is sponges, I've heard. Like yes. Sponges you just like. Yeah, your uh, kitchen sponge that you just let sit in your sink for yeah. months at a time. Ooh. It's kind of gross. So. They're just sitting there all wet and damp yeah. and then you use dirty it on. dishes and then, yeah. And then you say it's clean, but you just wiped it down. So <laughs> change out your sponges too. That's a good point. Something I didn't think of. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Another hot point of contention when it comes to flu season is should I get a flu shot? Yes. Our uh, big controversial topic that I was getting ready to talk about. Um, like I said, flu season starts in late fall, October, ends about early March, but you can really get the flu any time of the year. Flu shot, my opinion, this is my opinion, take it as an opinion, I say get the flu shot. Think of not just yourself, but think of everybody else around you. Um, your grandparents, maybe your neighbors that just had a little child. They don't have as great as immune systems as we do, especially um, those of us who work out, who have a pretty high tolerance to sickness. On the fit end of the... Yeah, those on the fit end of the spectrum are much more... Um, much less susceptible to getting sick. We have to think about those people on the other side. So grandma coming over for Thanksgiving, the holidays, you didn't get your flu shot because you read something online or on Facebook that said somebody got sick because of the flu shot. That's not a reason to get, not get the flu shot. Do your research, that's the biggest thing I can say. Do your research, look at the scholarly articles. Don't look at the blogs that are just coming from yeah. anyone. Like me, I say this is my opinion. You don't have to listen to my opinion. Do your own research. But in my opinion, it is always good to get your flu vaccine. If not for yourself, think about think about the others. Yeah. So, so say me, I'm walking around. Maybe I get hit with the flu to some extent, but I just get a scratchy throat because mm -hmm. I'm pretty fit. I eat healthy, all that stuff. But then, like you said, I'm hanging out with grandma or a newborn baby or something. They catch up from me, and it wasn't bad for me, but they're going to be in bad shape. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. So we can have the the same strain of the flu. I can be super healthy, but I can be talking to my nine year old grandmother, like you said, who is not super healthy. She has a decreased immune system. Her body's not going to be working like mine. So even though the symptoms of the same flu strain are mild in me, if I cough. Flu is transported through droplets, so like a sneeze, um, if I blow my nose, bodily fluids, things like that. <laughs> she breathes that in, she can get the flu, and even though I only had that, that sore throat or maybe the runny nose, that can put her in the hospital for days to weeks, and there is actually a very high mortality rate with the flu in the elderly and the toddler and infant population. So. What might not be anything to me can be deadly to somebody else. So that's just uh, one main point to take away from that. While doing your new research, think about others, not just yourself. Yeah, definitely a tough one. Yeah, it's scary. It's something that we don't think about because it's like, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm a healthy guy. I won't get sick. Even if I do, it won't be bad. But mm -hmm. you don't know how others are going to react to that same thing that you are susceptible to spreading. Right on. Uh, got anything else for us today, Nick? 
Um, I don't think so. Just uh, notes. Hmm? Check the notes. Yeah, checking the notes. I think we hit all the main points that I wanted to get by. Biggest thing is just doing your research and looking to your body, or uh, listening to your body, I should say. So anytime you uh, make your decision about the flu shot, do your research beforehand or any other medication. Mm -hmm. um, and then coming in sick. Actually, one thing, um, sleep, big factor in oh, yeah. getting sick or when you are sick, you need whatever, you need more sleep. Yeah. Um, not a lot of us think about that either. Uh, some, yeah, so some of it being proactive as far as getting a good night's rest every night, eating healthy every day, mm -hmm. um, just generally speaking, is going to prevent you or potentially put you in a better spot. Yeah, and like we started with, it all goes back to that sickness, wellness, fitness. If you're not committing to getting healthier, full-time, it's a full-time job, then, then it's not going to happen. If you think, hey, maybe I can be healthy three to four days a week and the other three to four days a week, I'll do whatever I want. You're just going to, you're going to stick right where you always are. There's not going to be any improvement, maybe a little bit, but it's not going to last. It's, you're probably going to be going backwards. So it's a, it's a full-time job. It's a lifelong commitment. It's, it's not just something that you pick up because you want to lose a few pounds. It's a whole lifestyle change right on i like that all right cool maybe um, we'll have you on again next time talk about something else yeah i'm down i had a good time thanks for having me you got it all right cool all right guys see you next time thanks for listening <laughs>